Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Film Court Cast, a podcast where we do movie reviews and talk everything film. On this episode, we'll be talking about Elvis, talking about Film Court Digital, and as always, getting off topic. Let's get into it. What's going on, everyone? I'm your host, James Paul Shepard, and here with me today is Josh Shepard. How's it going, everybody? What's going on, Josh? You guys uh, got packed up. You guys good good to go for next weekend uh, or what? We're not, not fully. Uh, I'd say we're probably good. Maybe close to 75% done. Just a lot of the smaller odds and ends stuff, the last minute things, you know, stuff that we have to use throughout the week and everything. Um, uh, we'll be ready to go, get everything packed up in the trailer on Friday and head out Saturday morning. Awesome. So you guys will be here Sunday night? Um, I hope it'll be some more closer, probably late afternoon, well, early, late morning, early afternoon. Depends on when I can get her out of here Saturday morning. That's always the trouble. That was the trouble we had. Getting girls in the car and ready to go. Yeah. Um, so I gotta get this off my chest. I don't know about you and your theater and the- your experience, but let's talk about this, guys. Let's let's all talk about some theater etiquette when you're going to a theater. If the theater is empty and there's n- there's a whole bunch of seats left, do not select a seat right in front of somebody else that already purchased their ticket. Because we know we you purchase your tickets online, it shows you which seats are available, which ones are taken already. When you go up to the counter, they show you what seats are available and which ones are taken already. Do not select the one right in front of somebody else. That is just that is just rude. It's happened twice now. It's like when you go to the for guys, if you go to the urinal and there's a multiple urinals open and somebody's already peeing you don't stand right next to the person peeing at that urinal same with the um the seats it's 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 rude especially if you're six foot seven sitting in front of somebody that's five five i'm just saying it's it's ridiculous so i had to get that off my chest because uh apparently Apparently, there's people out there that just don't know that it's uh, something that you don't do when you're going to a theater. But it's just the two of us again this week, and it's uh, probably going to be a common thing on here. We're going to liven up the show and everything. We're coming up with ideas, waiting for you to get back. Um, but we'll we'll have guests. I think in two weeks we'll have. Uh, uh, I think Badger's going to be on again in two weeks nice. for the uh, Thor. That's in next next uh, podcast. So we're gonna we're we're this year and in this year off we're gonna spice up things, make things happen. But let's get right into this movie that won over Black Phone this week on the um, on the pod pod the podcast poll on our on our channel um, over on Facebook. And I I, I want to just start off. I kind of wish Black Phone won, but we'll get into that later 
down the road when we talk about this. So let's get right into this. And the movie is Elvis from his childhood in Tupelo, Mississippi, to his rise to stardom, starting in Memphis, Tennessee, and his conquering of Las Vegas, Nevada. Elvis Presley becomes the first rock and roll star and changes the world with his music. Directed by Baz Luhrmann, written by Baz Luhrmann, Sam Bromell, and Greg Pierce, starring Tom Hanks, Austin Butler, Helen Thompson, Olivia DeYoung. I did look that up. She does. She said it is the J is pronounced as a Y. So it's DeYoung. And it even had Dacre Montgomery in it. I did not know he was going to be in it. (laughs) Not neither, but I recognized him instantly, though. Yep. As soon as I saw him, I'm like, wait a minute. I know that guy. Um, Runtime. Two hours and 39 minutes. Yeah. Critics giving it a 78%, while the audience giving it a 94%. So there's wow. a little 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 gap there. It's not huge. We've seen we've seen bigger. Budget. You got a budget idea, Josh, there? You got a spitball a budget? That's a pretty extravagant movie, so. I want to say probably in the 175 range. Um, close. You just need to take off $90 million. It was only $85 million budget. Wow. So, I mean, the, yeah, they got a lot done on a uh, low budget there. I think that's the third lowest budget. I think we've had two other movies that had lower budgets than that on the uh, podcast. Gross as of this Sunday at this time while we're recording the podcast, it has brought in worldwide $50 million. And I saw something that it was tied with Top Gun for this weekend's box office, both bringing in domestically $30 million. And speaking of Top Gun, it just hit $1 billion in the box office. So I feel like it's it's number 49 on the top 50 of all time. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see if it moves up. Got a ways to go, but a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people are seeing it. I feel like they're going to do a re-release on that just to uh, get more people to go yeah, see you it. never know. So let's get into talking about this movie, Elvis. Josh, what are your thoughts on this movie? Uh, well, I will start right off that I was kind of disappointed. Um, I had high hopes for this movie and stuff, and I was hoping it was going to be more than it was. Uh, the acting was good. Uh, the music, as always, was good. It's Elvis. Um, and, and with that, if, if you didn't know, Austin Butler does actually sing himself in the movie. Yep. Uh, he sings all the songs himself, so which was great. And to hear that and just the way he sounds and looks, I love that. You know, they did great in that aspect. Um, it was great to learn a lot more about what exactly happened behind the scenes with him and stuff and everything leading up to his death and everything. Uh, just, I don't know the way that they did the story the beginning of the movie was so just slow and drawn out for me. Uh, it took it a while, basically until you get to the part where he's basically, you know, so he's getting famous to where it really kicks in and starts getting, you know, better and everything. And, I hated that for the movie. So I was hoping it was going to be right from the get go. You're really going to, you know, and 
just Tom K. Tom Hanks' character. Just I. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, you just hated him from the get-go man and i and i feel bad if that's how that guy really was in real life because man <laughs> that you just i i didn't like his character from the get-go i didn't like how they did his character right at the beginning of the movie and stuff um and just other things that they did uh, i did love though like i said the music the acting with austin butler and um a lot of the different uh original clips that they showed of Elvis and stuff throughout the movie and stuff and everything. So that was really cool to see as well. Um, I hope they do not do anything further with this. Cause I mean, honestly, you really can't cause you know, we went through the whole death thing, but I just hope they don't do anything else with the whole Elvis enterprises thing. Uh, but I would have to unfortunately give it a three. Okay. All righty. A three over there. Um, I mean, we grew, we grew up knowing Elvis, um, he died before we were born, so we didn't really ever get to see him perform or anything. Um, but mom, she, she loved Elvis. She had pictures of Graceland and stuff like that. So growing up, we knew who Elvis was. We, we loved the music. Um, I, I really enjoyed this biopic of Elvis on on the way that they told the story and exposed the things that he went through in his career taking that side of the story because i don't think i saw the other i didn't see the other elvis movie uh, a little while ago um i can't remember who did it there oh, was, was a, one yeah i think it's 2014 um uh elvis has left the building or something huh so but I don't know what that movie was about. I don't know what it covered. It might've just been him. Uh, the only thing that I saw with Elvis in it, besides Tom Hanks meeting Elvis and, um, or referencing, I think he met him in Forrest Gump because he used to do the dancing as a kid and stuff. And I think when he oh, was yeah. older, he, he met him in the movie. But uh, I remember walk the line they referenced him and walk the line he, he yep. went on a tour with johnny cash and that was one thing that i was looking forward to like i was like sitting yeah. there waiting i was like is johnny cash is there gonna be like somebody playing johnny cash in this is there gonna be the the reference of that same yeah. scene because that would have been cool from walk the line but then from elvis presley's side and Johnny Cash is in the background sitting yeah. and so that that would have been something cool to see in there as they're telling the story um, I think Tom Hanks did a great job as always. And the, the prosthetics on them, the yeah. way that he looked, I think they did a yeah. really good job on changing him and making, I don't know what the original guy looked like. I didn't look him up, but, uh, he did a really good job. I, I as soon as the movie started, I was getting penguin vibes from the new Batman uh, that, yeah, with the nose, <laughs> the and Colin Farrow and everything. Yeah. Like I was getting <laughs> some penguin vibes there. Yeah. Uh, now, now Austin Butler was, I think the best choice to play Elvis. He, he looked the part and he did such a good job with the acting and, and I feel like, like, so I don't know. I, I think I, I caught, I caught a couple of episodes of that uh, Shannara Chronicles. My wife watched that show. I think it was an MTV special with like 
and, and she watched some of that. Uh, I know he was in Aliens in the Attic when he was younger. He was the blonde boy that the, the huh. main girl was in love with or whatever. So I've seen some things. But with this film, the way that he did the acting in this film and his performance as Elvis, I think he should have won an award. I think yeah, he did absolutely. that that good of a job as Elvis. Now, with all that being said, <laughs> this movie, okay, it was it was a good movie to to see what they went with it, but it could have been an hour and forty five minute long movie, yeah. just a basic movie. And I looked up like Johnny Cash's Walk the Line was two hours and sixteen minutes, so just shy of this one. But it didn't feel like two hours and 16 minutes. No, it felt like a good story. Yeah. This one just, it, it felt like times just, it drug on and there was filler scenes to make it go longer and longer. There was just so many scenes that didn't need to be put into this movie that made it just drag. And I, I, I just, I couldn't, like, I'm sitting there dozing off. I'm like, come on, let's go. The, I mean, but then you get the scenes where Austin Butler's like serious and he gets into his like loud voice. And when he does that, it's like, you're engaged again because it's like, you're, yeah. you're engaged in that acting. So I think all in all, it's, it's a, it's a, Oh, I don't want to say good movie. It's an okay movie. He, I think Austin for sure held this movie together. I, I think if he wasn't performing in it, I, I don't know if it would, be as good as it is even though it's not but there are some things like i don't know if you caught this just the the scenes between his mom were just uncomfortable there was just some yeah. scenes where it was just like it felt like i know times were different back then but they were just awkward like why like what i i, I it's just i don't know all in all an Go K movie, a go K movie. We're gonna give it a go K movie. It's not good, not just okay. It's it's a go K. So that's a new term we're putting here on uh, the film core cast. <laughs> we're doing go K movie. And uh, if you have three hours of your life that you want to spare and uh, give up, I would recommend seeing this movie. Even if it, uh, especially if you're an Elvis fan, if you grow, because there was a, in my theater there's a lot of older generation that yeah, yeah i mean you could tell i mean they grew up with elvis they they were alive during the times of the elvis yeah, so absolutely uh with that being said i'm giving it a 3.5 um mostly because of the austin butler acting holding on to it so i'm i'm kind of right there with the critics it could have been shorter so yeah, definitely but still, all in all, good biopic movie, especially something that's telling. It's not really Elvis's story, per se. It's more of Colonel Tom Parker's story. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, it's telling the story, and uh, I, I don't know how much of that's true, how much of it's made up just for the, the movie part. They say at the end it, it is. They found, I don't know, found him guilty of all the things that they yeah. say he did. So, but... All in all, I would uh, recommend everybody to go see it for yourself. See what you you think about it, especially if you are a novice fan. But it is almost it's almost three hours long, not quite there, but it it does feel longer than three hours if you're if you're watching the movie. They'll get there with the previews and everything. Yeah. 
So, uh, yeah, that's our uh, thoughts on that. 3.5 and a 3. So we're kind of with the critics on this one. Now, fun facts about this. I found some I found some interesting ones. The Austin Butler apparently called uh Remy Melick before performing this to ask him on any advice on replicating moments from music's past because he did uh Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. He he called him to ask him about uh what his experience was doing it. And speaking of that, I don't know if you saw at your theater, there's a poster outside for a Whitney Houston biopic movie. And it's the same people that did uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. No, I did not see that at mine. So I, I'm going to have, I'm going to watch a trailer on that see what that's about. But uh, so Ansel Elgert, not sure who that is. Uh, Miles Teller, Aaron Taylor Johnson, and Harry Styles all auditioned for this movie to play Elvis. Uh, and uh, oh. um, which one's he from? Ansel baby driver oh yeah okay okay he could he might have been he might have been a good one to do I, but I, I don't know i still feel like austin butler was the best choice that, that was, like, that, that was, hands that was down the best pick yeah yeah looks really and all that uh austin butler and elvis this is this is another reason why i think it's a, a good a good fit austin butler and elvis presley are actually 16th cousins twice removed Ah. <laughs> I feel like somebody had to go dive deep for that oh, one there. Oh, yeah, for sure. Uh, Elvis's dad, Vernon, and Austin Butler's mom share common ancestry. Interesting. So, I mean, they probably they probably searched that after he got the role to, like, really dig deep. Or yeah. uh, maybe maybe TMZ made it up for, for a story or something. But, uh, <laughs> and then uh, Priscilla apparently wanted Lana Del Rey to play her in the movie instead of uh, Olivia de Young. Well, I think, De- I think Olivia, I don't know much yeah, about Olivia did Priscilla's like character herself, but apparently, you know, whatever. Uh, she did a good job. Oh, and then Tom Hanks played, apparently played Elvis impersonator in that f- movie that I was talking about. Elvis has left the building. So he played one of the impersonators oh. in it. So, so that's 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 pretty cool. Um, couple mistakes. I don't know if you caught this one when they're in the room talking. Uh, when uh, Tom and Elvis are talking in the room, in the hotel room, and he's putting his robe on that little flowery robe or whatever the red. Oh the yeah, AP after robe. Uh, Bobby Kennedy got shot. Yeah. So he. Uh, he ties it when they're talking in the room, like when he's standing in the doorway and they're talking because he's in the doorway and he ties it and then he walks into the other room. And as he's walking in there, he's got it untied and he's retying it and then sits down. So, <laughs> so there's a little mess up there. I don't know why you would untie it while you're walking in the room, but uh, that's one I caught these other two. I did not catch. I did not know anything about them, but apparently so at the beginning you have that sign that says 1997 scene, and it says the Star Trek, the experience ride yeah. or whatever attraction yeah. is opening. So apparently that ride actually did not open until 1998. Oh, so a year later. So there was a little mess up there. And then the same scene in 1997, it shows the International Hotel and Casino. 
but apparently it was opened in 1969 as the International uh, Hotel and Casino, but became Las Vegas Hilton in 1972. And the film never mentioned the name change. It kept it the International wow. Hotel through the whole well, thing. Uh, maybe, maybe they missed it. I'm thinking, I'm thinking they missed, or maybe it was too much to, uh, rehire somebody to change the name on the hotel and CG. Cause oh, I think that, I think that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe Hilton was like, nah, I'm good. Paris was like, Nope, you ain't getting that. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So those are just some little, little fun facts. I didn't look up the, uh, CG amount. I feel like there's some, you could see, you could see some, the uh, airplane airport scene was definitely CG because you could tell it was it was not good when he met his daughter or whatever at the airport. Yeah. You could tell it was it was not good on, on the outside of that. Uh, you got any 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 fun facts, mistakes, or anything that you've caught in the film that you want to notate? No, I didn't. Didn't catch didn't, anything. Didn't pay attention enough. Yeah, <laughs> didn't, pay, didn't pay attention enough. Yeah, it was it was a little hard to uh, pay attention in that, but right now we're gonna get ready to thank our film core crew members, and those members are Vicky and David Ingblum, Dustin Clark, Bobby Sarah Venera, Little Thrusty, Danny Galwin, Carl Robbins, Dylan Painter, Elizabeth, and Josh Shepard. Yeah. Appreciate you guys for all the support that you give us here at the Film Core Cast and Film Core Digital. And if you want to become a film core crew member, click the link in the description, check out the benefits. As soon as they get down here, they're going to be a lot more to come. Let's get into trailers. Any interesting trailers that you saw during this one? Um, yeah, I already forgot what it was. Cause I got quite a, a few of the same ones again. Um, those, there was two. Um, one had, Oh, I forget what it's called, but it had Chris Pine in it, uh, Florence Pugh, Harry Styles. Oh, that's the uh, same one from like eight podcasts don't, ago. Don't worry, darling. Yeah, I just yeah. that was the first time seeing that one. Yep. Um, that, yep. That I, looks good. I will say it definitely looks intriguing. Not really sure if I'm actually fully interested in it, but it definitely looks intriguing on the storyline and stuff that they're using. Uh, and then the other one, new one that I saw was called uh white bird a wonder story so i don't know if you ever seen the one. movie movie called wonder about the little boy with his face i did not actually see the movie but i know what you're talking about with owen wilson uh, I, I never watched the movie either but um and then but this one is apparently is kind of a continuation of that because i guess there's actual book series on this okay so this is like the next chapter more kind of leaning towards the kid that got expelled for making fun of him and stuff, picking on him and stuff in that movie. And it's kind of following his story afterwards because it gets transferred to a new school, everything, and how his and his grandma goes through the whole storyline with his grandma and stuff on how like her life was kind of related to like that boy and stuff and wonder and how, you know, about kindness and everything like that. So look, I think it looks pretty good. Probably have to watch Wonder, but it looks really good to me. Other than that, everything else was the same trailers pretty much. So, um, I actually did not get that one. One that I did get that I'm actually interested in seeing 
And I think it's the same guy. Yep, it's the same guy from Top Gun Maverick, the Glenn Powell guy. It's oh, a new war movie, uh, the Navy U.S. Fighters. It's called Devotion. Mm. It's a pair of U.S. Navy fighter pilots risk their lives during the Korean War and become some of the Navy's most celebrated wingmen. Oh, wow. That's cool. Yeah, I just thought it was cool because it's the, the Glenn Powell guy again, uh, the one that played uh hangman hangman in uh, maverick so that that one i i was intrigued it looked really good did you know did you see anything about it did you know tom brady's getting a movie yes uh uh, i've seen about it and he's gonna have a lot to do with it and stuff and making the movie it's uh i think it's called 80 on brady 84 brady oh 84 brady so yeah, and they just uh, who did they just announced that they were going to be in it too? I just read something. Yeah, I just saw some. It's got a pretty big cast so far. I, Tom Brady's going to be in it, so. Oh well, yeah, obviously, yeah. But I mean, it was eventually going to happen. I'm surprised they're doing it while he's still technically playing. But uh, I mean, he figured it was going to happen though. Eventually, I mean, it's Tom Brady, so it'll be interesting to see exactly what it, if it's like a bioepic like this and stuff if yeah. it's gonna really go that line or they're just making a, a movie about tom brady and uh they got jane fonda and sally field are are in mm-hmm. it so far uh sarah gilbert lily tomlin a lot of people a lot of people yeah, i was gonna say so i think a couple i saw were male actors that i saw today they just announced today or something or recent uh the only male actors are bob Balaban, Balaban, uh, Harry Hamlin, uh, Jimmy Yang, Ron Funchies, Tom Brady, uh, Jim Tever, Tever. I think some of the people that you're announcing are actual players and stuff. They play because I think that Ryan Funchies guy was a coach or something. If I remember right. Ron Funchies. Yeah. No, he's an actor. He's a comedian. Huh. Yeah, he was in Trolls, uh, Six Underground, Bob's Burgers. Inside job, crank anchors, unwanted, you know, things of those sorts. Dude, I've, I'm, ki- I'm kind of, uh, I kind of wish, I kind of wish Black Phone won. I will, I, I'm, <laughs> it's got a better, I, I, I don't know. It I, has I, a better I, review. I got, well, I think it was on uh, last movie we watched, we haven't seen. I got an actual full trailer for it. And it, uh, what was the last movie know, you dude. saw? Uh, what did we go see last week? Buzz Lightyear. Yeah, I, and, I got uh, the I got the phone. You got the phone one. Maybe it was on Facebook or something. That I saw it. we saw it. because me and Liz was saw it together, and it's just the way that it like kind of presented itself in the trailer to me. It just kind of looks like uh, what's the the sign? Is it the Silence of the Lambs? The very first one. Yeah, for the. Uh, Put the lotion on the skin. Yeah, Stand it kind of gave it to the glass, Clarice. Yeah, it kind of, kind of got that that vibe from it and stuff. From how I seen that trailer, so I was like, man, I don't know. Some people must be uh, pretty good because some people are talking about ha- having a sequel. I mean, you can make a sequel out of every horror film. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not even just horror film. Every movie's getting a sequel nowadays. Yeah, even thirty six years later, you know. <laughs> and then dominating the box offices. Uh, yeah, uh, that's, that's when it's done it. right, it's done right. You let it cook for 36 years. See, everybody would care for Avatar 
if you let it go on for another what <laughs> well, 20, I mean, it's 20, been like 22 years, years. <laughs> so let's let it go on for another 20 years and then uh, people will be like oh man avatar let's go yeah i got that trailer again today too i did too um i got some other trailers that were uh uh interesting i'm still i'm still upset with mission impossible with with their trailer not that I'm not excited to see. I mean, I haven't seen the last one. That's probably the only one I haven't seen yet. But geez, you give me a trailer for a movie that doesn't come out until July of next year, and it's like, yeah, that that's the crazy thing too is they have it. They have a trailer out so quick, and like we just got a Thor trailer, and it comes out like like two weeks before yeah, it comes it's out. A, we I got know. Thor. It's, uh, that's the thing. I was like, man, you could at least wait until you're like six months out or something, not like a whole freaking year. And, and you know, it keeps announcing saying on the trailer that it's part one. So I don't know if maybe they're, they're doing a two part one and they're just putting this trailer out there because they're trying to still film the second part. So maybe they can release it back to back, maybe. So I don't know. But I just I just hate that because, I mean, it looks intriguing and stuff. And Tom Cruise with Mission Impossible has been good throughout the years and stuff. So, yeah, but, he does make a good Mission Impossible movie. I mean, especially when you're doing your own stunts and everything. It's kind of now I did get uh, or when I went in today, I did see they finally did put up the little poster for Wakanda Forever. OK, yeah. November, November 11th. Yep. So hopefully we get a trailer for that soon or that might be yeah. another Thor yeah a couple weeks out yeah i mean i wouldn't mind them doing that waiting until like a month in advance because i mean it's just it gives it gives you more like build up wanting it like wanting it you know and stuff so you just but But um, we've seen in the past it doesn't work well i'll see it happening with thor more than likely they'll probably attach the trailer to thor yeah that's what i was hoping for um but yeah we see it in we've seen in the past where they they um what were we talking about i lost my train of thought waiting up until like the last possible minute release trailer no we were talking about giving all the hype and making you want it more oh yeah yeah so we're they they, we've seen that in the past where spider-man no way home everybody's hyped up wanting to see it yeah it definitely got hyped up it got way too hyped up um as you if you guys listen to the podcast heard our review on that I think I think everybody else gave it a raving review. Mine was yeah <laughs> more mediocre. Uh, Very true. So there there are films that get hyped up and they they don't live up to the hype. Uh, Doctor Strange for another one. It's already on streaming. And Lightyear, Lightyear for sure. But I mean that wasn't as hyped up. It didn't no didn't get hyped hyped. Um, well, it's just these days movies just don't really get hyped as much as the superhero movies do. They're just as even though eventually, yeah, we all got to see it sometime that it, the superhero will fade out. Those movies will fade out, and people just don't want to because it's you know. But until now, we're in we're in the superhero era. And speaking of superhero, I uh, I watched all three episodes of uh, Miss Marvel. They did, yeah. Uh, apparently, there's a lot of. Uh, Things going on with fans not liking a lot of discrepancies going on with the fans. They do not like not between the, the comics and the way they powers. did it. Yes. Yeah. Um, and I guess the third episode is where they're really, really tearing it apart. And then I did finish all five episodes or six episodes of 
Obi Wan. Well, there is six. So I think I got six. No, maybe. Last one I saw, um, he went to see Luke, and he actually got to meet. He met Luke, and then he rode off. Well, yep. he didn't really meet him. It was the his traditional hi there. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh man, you hello should, there. <laughs> you, you, you should have saw me in my chair when I when that came out of his mouth. I got so excited and stuff about that. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's the that's the season finale. Um, and then I got I got so excited about that, and then the cameo at the end obviously was was a big was a big thing. Oh, I must have turned. There's a cameo at the end. Yeah, he's riding off. Oh, oh, yes, yes, that, yep, yep, that was, that was really cool to see. Yeah. Um, so, and, and just by the way that played out too, I'm really hoping that they're gonna have a second season. So I think they will, because um, I, I feel like they have a lot. I, it's just, it's cool to call it Obi Wan Kenobi, but I feel like there's so much more that they could do, um, like in between that time. Yeah. Like, really is, like where's I mean, Han Solo during this time? Where's Chewie during this time? Like, yeah, like all that stuff. Like, it would have been cool to see a little Han Solo come in somewhere, like a little cameo Han Solo, uh, maybe a Lando, a young Lando in there somewhere. Cause, yeah, I mean, he's especially Lando. Yeah. Yeah. He, him and Han, like him and Han running through something as kids, like they're stealing gum from a, 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 or stealing parts from a ship or something for their ship that they're making some, some cool to, to integrate them in. But, uh, yeah, it's a pretty good show. It's pretty, it was pretty, pretty good. And, I mean, I, I mean, I love the whole series, all six episodes, but I, the, the last one was by far the best episode out of all of them. So yeah, it's just, just so much power into that episode. I think, I think they got to elaborate a little more on that. Cause, because well, he knows. Christian wants a Vader. I think they should. Uh, because, because he knows. Uh, Vader knows, right? Like, he knows. That I, his I kids. don't. I don't. I think at this point in time, I don't think he does yet. Because mm-hmm. obviously, he finds out way before the uh, the original movies happen and stuff. He's he technically already knows at that point. So I mean, he he finds out at some point before they become a, you know young teenagers or adults. So oh, yeah. I don't know if maybe if they do a season two, he'll eventually find out and stuff. Because I mean, you got I don't I don't know what kind of age where they can you know start having the force kind of being sensed inside them and stuff. Because you would think if if it's there that Vader would be able to sense it. Cause he should be able to sense all of everybody that has uses the force. That's yeah. how he knew where Kenobi was and how the, like all the other people that he killed and stuff, how they used, they were part force and stuff. So they, he knew who to kill basically. Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't. There's a lot of, uh, a lot of good movies coming up. A lot of good shows that they um, are making into movies. Uh, I got all the the boys I'm done with. Uh, we're on episode I think four of uh, Umbrella Academy. Great shows. Yeah, I need to watch both of them still. Any other fun facts, news, or anything that you'd like to talk about? Uh, definitely one thing I like to bring up. So yesterday, um, 
You know, it was my me and my wife Elizabeth uh, going away party we were having with her family and stuff, but we were a few hours late for it because we went to the Tennessee Smokies game to sit in line and meet Henry Rowan Garner, aka Thomas Ian Nicholas. Um, as you know, to get an autograph for you and a picture for me, which was really awesome. I mean, it was, I don't know, because, you know, I felt bad because we were there for so long because, you know, when we went and seen Corbin Burnson at the Miracle Game, I mean, we were in line and out getting the autograph probably anywhere in the range of 30 minutes to an hour. You know, we were, it was quick, mm-hmm. you know, in a retrospect. But man, sitting there waiting for him, like it, <laughs> bro. The time we got in there, because we went straight in the line as soon as we got in the gate, we went right to the line to stay in the line, which was already super long. And by the time we actually got back out to the car, it was like just a little over three hours time span uh, that it took us to to get all that. And but it was definitely well worth it in my eyes, Elizabeth, because I, I mean, I did give her an out and said, hey, you know, we got to go because of the party and stuff but she said no you want to do this we're doing this for james so you know we got all the way up there and just i was like like a giddy little school girl man i really was meeting him and getting that picture taken he gave me a fist bump and stuff it was so cool (laughs) and somebody like somebody came along the line like when we were up close to him like he just walked by the line and started quote making a quote from the movie so he started quoting him back and it was really cool that's awesome. I wish I could have been there to get that, see that, but uh, I appreciate you guys getting that for me. Absolutely. Um, Didn't miss think- out on the bobblehead. I apologize for that because I was expecting, you know, like at the Miracle Games, the, the gates only open an hour before the game. So I was expecting that. And then, but she called just to make sure because we started getting a little rain. And there, the gates open an hour and a half before the games. So we missed out on the bobblehead. They were like just wiped out completely. And then of course you see people in there with like three or four of them together, just walking around and stuff. And but they were really cool little bobbleheads because just it wasn't just the head that bobbled; it was his arm as well holding the baseball. So yeah, that was uh, definitely awesome. He might he might maybe come come around here or maybe make his way around to some other stadiums that we can. Yeah. some conventions and stuff. I mean, he does, he does those every once in a while. He doesn't do them too often, but. Oh yeah. For the American pie and stuff. Yeah. He does do conventions and stuff, but. Well that, uh, yeah, definitely. As soon as you get down here, things are going to start picking up. We're going to start going places, doing things, recording stuff, filming things, all that fun stuff. But that is all the time that we have today. So make sure that you like, and subscribe to film core digital on the youtube channel check out film core digital on facebook instagram snapchat twitter tiktok and uh thanks for joining us and we hope to catch you in the next one bye see ya